Well, I tell you what, Adelaide United fans, I don't want to talk about what happened in the weekend's matches. The Isuzu Ute A-League men's team, yep, Central Coast Mariners, and then the Liberty A-League women, yep, Canberra United. But we are joined by Adrian Stenter leading into our Melbourne City match, which is happening at Service FM Stadium uh, Wednesday night or tonight, if you're listening on a Wednesday. Stents, um, welcome back. I mean, far out. I was sitting near you. And I was being very careful not to look at you because it was a very frustrating game where, like, prior to the match, I said, this is a very big three points. Every three points is important, but um, it makes Wednesday night against City even more important. (laughs) Yeah, it was a big game because, like, over the last two and a bit seasons, um, we actually haven't lost two regular season games in a row mm. before. So this is the first time that that's happened for this group. So we've usually been a pretty good side at bouncing back from a, from a loss. Um, and I guess the most frustrating thing about it was for the majority of the game, I was reasonably happy with how we played. Um, we just, again, are finding it difficult to score goals and, and just couldn't find a way to hit the back of the net. Um, Michelle then, Heyman always scores against us as well. So you just tick that off. And then um, was it a, a Grace... Um, scores a goal as well, which is a ridiculous goal, okay? So I almost tick them off and go, okay, that's not going to happen in every game. But as you said, we also had our opportunities. Yeah, that's right. And, like, I felt like our first, you know, 25-odd minutes was really good. And, uh, you know, then we can see two really quick goals in succession and then we're in for a drinks break and it's kind of almost like, you know, what's happened? Mm. We're 2-0 down. Uh, and we just sort of switched off for a couple of minutes. Um, and that's unfortunate because that, that happened in our last home game at the end of the game against Western United where we just had a short period of time for a few minutes where we conceded a couple of goals and ended up losing the game. So I think that's an area we need to look at and an area that we need to, to tidy up on. Um, but there's still plenty of positivity in and around the group. Uh, there's still a lot of belief in what we can achieve. And we're still you know, only one point outside of the, the top four, which is our ultimate goal. So those early wins have put us in a, a good position still. But, yeah, we need to bounce back on Wednesday against City. That's the great thing about the season. I've spoken about this this year as well. But getting, banking those early wins means at this point we don't need to chase our tails heading into the finals, which has been the story of our whole club basically for the past couple of years um, but there are a lot of other strange things that could have disrupted momentum in the match against Canberra first of all two drinks breaks in the first half I understand is it rules that we have to have two in the second half to be consistent Jenna said that drinks breaks sometimes stuff up momentum the second half it seemed a little bit unique to have the two um, is that normal yeah I think whatever they do in the first half they have to okay. replicate in the second half even if conditions change um, which it was obviously cooler but you do need to you know replicate that in the second half and yeah it d- doesn't help when you're behind so I think if you are chasing a game you want it to continue on you want it to be fast moving you want to put the other side under pressure and every time there's a stoppage that kind of halts your momentum so definitely if you're in front the drinks break you know, can help you out. Um, but if you're chasing a game, it, it does make it challenging. And then uh, even more unique experience, if you're watching the match on Paramount Plus, you wouldn't have known, but we are pretty much playing in dark for the end of that match because one of the light towers wasn't working. We had some of the Red Army holding up their phone torches. Um, I, was, I was observing an eavesdropping of when we could have called the game off and would have been a nil-all result, which would have been great. But... Um, it got pretty dark at Service FM Stadium, which um, hopefully that's addressed. Like, I don't want you to, to comment and get into trouble, but you don't want player safety to come into it, or you don't want to be playing a professional league in the dark. No, exactly <laughs> right. And it just happened to be the end that we were attacking in the second half. And, you know, in 
in a professional competition, you know, that shouldn't be happening. So we've got a night game on, on Wednesday. We're hoping that the lights will be fixed by then um, because what happened can't happen again. Um, I have one more question before I wanted to turn our attention to um, a couple of players. Um, think about how you answer this, but my observations for the match the other night. If I was an official, um, like a fourth official, would you prefer I... Uh, engage in conversation with you or not address conversation at all because I've noted this in the the men's and the women's matches so this isn't exclusive to anyone but I've noticed that different officials communicate in different ways and I feel that that's something that everybody can get better at is understanding how you communicate and how you'd like to be communicated to so there is transparency does that that makes sense yeah it makes sense and I think it depends on the individual both you know the coach and also the the fourth official as well but I'm someone that does like to communicate so what really drives me up the wall is if I've got a like a non-responsive fourth official who just refuses to engage with you um because then I think things can escalate from there so um and I've got no problems with being told to pull my head in or that I'm being over the top or whatever else. But I would prefer a fourth official that does communicate and engage with me, um, yeah. even if we don't agree with things, because we're not always going to agree about things. So that's fine. Um, it's the uh, it's the being ignored and the silence that frustrates me. Yeah. Um, Mindy, let's talk about her... Um impact on the club and the team um, obviously you're getting the, the best player um, in the country coming to Adelaide United which is brilliant so um, what's her impact been on and off the pitch? Yeah well firstly Mindy's just a, a really great character like I don't think you would meet anyone that would have a bad word to say about her she's very team oriented um, for someone that's only been with us for a short period of time she's very loud on the pitch as well and and likes to, to help with the organisation and the communication and on top of that, she's a, you know, she's a really fantastic technical footballer. Um, you know, one of the best technical players we have, um, right up there alongside someone like a, an Emily Condon, who's a fantastic footballer as well. So she's been a really welcome addition to the team and the club. Um, and, yeah, we're very happy to have her here. And I think having Marushka, uh, Marushka back has made a big difference as well. The great thing about the match the other night, and people will find out when they go to Service FM um, for Wednesday's game, is how vocal Marushka is. And sometimes we take for granted because there's so many people you can't hear the talk on the pitch. That's a, the beauty of going to a, a Liberty A-League women's match, to hear the communication. She's really commanding, and you can tell that she has a respect to the players. Absolutely. She is like another coach out on the field. Um, she's always thinking about the game very deeply and from a tactical perspective. And she's always trying to work out ways to not only make herself better, but our team better and all the individuals that she plays with better as well. So, um, yeah, it's like having another assistant coach out there really with having Marushka there. Just such a such a great person. Without revealing too much, what's the mentality going into the Melbourne City match? They are above us on the table at the moment. But as you said, a lot of things can change with three points. Um, is it a similar mentality to the, the Canberra game or are you going to have to change a few things up a little bit? No, we'll go in with a similar mentality. Uh, We always go in with a a similar mindset, which is to be positive, to be brave, to take the game on, um, to try and look for those big moments in games that often decide games. It's only one or two, um, and try and make the most of those. Um, And the other thing is to continue to try and be a team that's really, really difficult to score against, um, which... For the most part of the season, we have been. Uh, it's just the last couple of games where we've, we've started to concede a couple more goals. And finally, on behalf of all of the fans who are sitting in the stands at Service FM Stadium, wondering why stents 
decides to count to 14 seconds uh, every time a goalkeeper has the ball at every game. It's not just our game. Can you please explain this rule? I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it is a rule because <laughs> have you ever seen it be enforced? No. And then when it, when it does get enforced, everyone's in you know, surprise. So the goalkeeper has, what, 10 seconds to kick it? I believe it's six seconds. Six? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. But when they, when they start counting, when they, I think they should just get rid of the rule. Or enforce it like what's currently happening at the moment is is nothing. So this is um, my mentality, and I've never been an official, right? But I think I'm like this with my daughters. If you were disrespectful to me or you break a rule, you're like cut straight away. I've set the precedent. You know, you know where it's at. Now. You're not going to do it again because if you do it again, you get sent off. That might be quite like strict. I might be a strict parent, but I also think it puts the fear of God in everyone. <laughs> it does. It j- it's just I just get frustrated by it because it's. It's in the rule book and it's never enforced. So, um, you know, if I'm in front, maybe I don't mind so much. <laughs> if, we're, if we're behind, it really annoys me. Any to save it, then lie <laughs> down for 40 seconds. No, mate, good luck. Um, we we want to get as many people as possible out to service them because it's a great pitch. Um, hopefully all of the light towers work, but it's a, it's a great brand of football, an exciting brand of football. And I said to Jenna last week, and one of the themes has been um, consistently from you is that we're not just here to make up the numbers now. We can actually we can really make a tilt to, to be champions and we should like we should be disappointed with results that don't go our way and not think oh we tried our best that's gone now so um, you're driving a lot of that culture and uh, we can't wait to see it against Melbourne City so thanks for your time thank you very much